0: And there's a kitten here as well.
1: Hi, kitty. Hi, Eeyore. Come here. Ooh, scared Uh-oh. him.
0: Scared him.
2: Say bye.
0: Scared her. You sweet little baby. Just an angel. <gasps> oh, I um, I have a song for both of you.
2: Should we hit it with a black shin first before you sing?
0: Yes. Do you remember black shin from our last attempt? Oh. Where no. I count down, I go three. Two, one, black chin. Maybe I actually didn't even do it with
1: you. I don't think we did do that. I don't That's think we correct. did that. Yeah. So
0: here we go. Trace.
3: Dos. Uno. Black chin! Hey.
2: That was
0: a solid clap. I mm-hmm. feel really good about that. Yeah. Uh, here's the song for you <laughs> both. <clears throat> this is how we do it. It's Sunday night. We feel all right. The party's here on the west side. <laughs> I reach for my 40 and i but let up. Designated driver gets the keys to my truck. Hit Wait a little <laughs> faded. Honey on the street said, Asia, y'all, we made it. It feels so good in my hood tonight. The summertime <laughs> skirts, the guys on the night, all the gangbangers, they forgot about the drive by. You gotta get your groove on. Before you go get paid, so what? Lift up your truck, throw your hands up, let me hear the party say. I'm kind of buzzed, and it's all because.
2: Wow.
0: This is how we do it. West side Detroit does it like nobody does. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Montel Jordan, everyone. Um, for those,
1: you know this song. Oh, yeah. I heard it at work today. <laughs> mm, yeah.
2: Was it?
0: I've never
1: sung? heard it a though, so I was like, kind of like, where's the beat? I'm kind of lost. <laughs> but, yeah. I was imagining John
2: Legend playing the piano behind me. Absolutely.
0: A, so there's a flourish, right? Mm-hmm. And then we begin with the intro. Uh, and it's really giving swag it's really giving like loungy swag it changes i feel like the energy of the song
2: yeah i didn't know all the words to that song i'm impressed that there are words in every (laughs) moment of that song i thought a lot of it was just sounds so um
0: we're old so uh, (laughs) yeah yeah, both of us are above the age of 35 so unfortunately or fortunately we know whether or not we want to just about most of the words of that song
3: yeah Mm -hmm.
0: thank you Montel jordan um this is how we do it that's what the song is welcome back damn it Mm -hmm. to our show the hard ours Mm -hmm. okay it's me asia they she Feeling more she lately, but I think it's because it's summertime. So, fun.
2: Mm, real. That's real. What's up, y'all? It's Lou D. Uh, pronouns they, she. And I don't know which one I'm feeling more. I feel very they and very she. I'm going to be honest.
3: All
1: right. And I'm Ryan, affectionately known as Dunner. Dunner. He, him. Ben little fun little fun. sprinkling of they. Sometimes mm. Mm. Um, We love a sprinkle Yeah I just, I'm getting it Yeah and I'm getting it we're, and we're, We'll We'll Delve into that Yeah Once we get into the subject but remind um, me of
0: a hairy fairy Okay You know Yeah Like a ha- Like you're a hairy fae Like you're like Donner rant, But also You sprinkle Lessons With
3: it mm. And as a
0: person Who has experienced you year over year i walk away from every interaction like god damn it i love that man
2: (laughs) (laughs) what a feeling i love that that makes me so excited to get to know you yeah also did not know that your first name was ryan i really thought your name Mm -hmm. was dunner and i was like all right dunner it is like what a cool first name
1: yeah thank you um yeah you're One of like a handful of people left that still calls me Dunner. It like literally, it has not transferred to every restaurant and bar that I've worked at. No, it's not. (laughs) It hasn't.
0: People are not worthy. Okay. You're not worthy. That's real. Don't you fucking disrespect this person by calling him a nickname that you have not earned. Yeah.
1: You don't have the Riz, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Ay, (laughs) yeah.
0: That's my boy. That's my boy. I'm so happy you're back. Um, we tried to record this episode mm-hmm. in the past, and it did not. Uh, the sound was not sounding. Sound, the sound was not sounding. We had lots of things that we talked about, and you know that happens. But now here we are, back in the stew, with a tri
2: mm-hmm. recording.
0: Like, what? How would you try track?
2: Yeah, a try track, a tr- trifecta studios over here, you know like. But and we- a new setup, too. And a new setup. Asia set us up with a new space. It's looking real cute. New drapery, new arrangements. And yeah, really we got like three that. tracks on the track. So yeah, we're just evolving slowly and surely.
0: It's changing. So are we. With that, <clears throat> mental health check-ins, everyone. Everyone, everyone.
3: How you doing?
1: I'm doing. well Today, I've had a really good day. I had a really good shift at Shout work. Out to that. Work still sucks. Yes. <laughs> but I had a really fun time at work today. Um, so today I'm doing good, and um, and I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> m- most of the days lately I'm not doing all that great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Honest. I did start Stratera. Um, what is that? It's like a it, – yeah, it's a um, – ADD medication that's not a stimulant. Oh, so I got di- yeah. that, yeah. Like? Um, I think I'm gonna take, start doing, like, a stimulant just because okay. I, like, my f- uh, focus is, like, a little bit better emotionally. Like, I, it's calmed me down. Like, I'm not, f- like, I don't get mad as easy. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I, I'm still depressed as fuck. Well, yeah. But, you know hey that's living in a capitalist fucking hellscape okay um
0: so what you're saying is that you stick your dick in a thousand island dressing because you've got depression
1: yes Mm -hmm. same yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. so but um but yeah i still have like the racing thoughts and the constant Mm -hmm. like music in my head um so you play
2: drums right
1: yeah Oh mm-hmm.
2: cool That's yeah. what's up mm-hmm.
1: um, Do you play still? Uh, not so much lately Like my I've got like some tendon issues Going on in my thumb we Got you it's been like Fucked up for like three years But Damn At some point It'll resolve itself But um, start a metal band. Yeah I'm Mm-hmm. We can get real spooky. Oh, just get real yeah.
0: primal in the guts of it. Yeah, you know? yeah I'm here but for the freaking. I'm just throwing out ideas. <laughs> <laughs> There's a kitten on my lap. This is Jonesy.
1: Jones.
0: Remember, I feel like the last episode I said we thought Mommy was pregnant. Surprise, she was <laughs> definitely <laughs> pregnant.
2: Super <laughs> duper Surprise. pregnant four times, she four was kittens. So
0: and she had so she had these kittens, and now we have two of the four um, still with us
2: here. <laughs> For now. For
0: now. Aww. All these niggas got to go.
2: There's it's too true. Many
0: too many cats. I'm really happy to hear that you're experiencing.
2: <laughs> so brave. Did you see that cat? Yes. Oh,
0: the, oh, the bravery. I'm so happy to hear that you experienced a good day. And that, in the midst of the mucky muck of all of the bullshittery and the depression that comes with being an emo Midwesterner, um, you're doing good, and you look great, Dunner. Thank you. Don, I said this last time, and everybody missed it because I we didn't put it up. <laughs> but this white man is killing the game. Take notes, all right? Just take notes. You know what happens when you're not problematic. You don't have jowls,
3: okay? You don't,
0: you don't have the crease lines of of anti-blackness and, and and suck in the dick of capitalism. You know what you do have? A beautiful bald head and a full beard.
1: Use lotion, motherfuckers. Use. Seriously.
2: That's a clip
0: right Use there. Use
1: lotion. Stay out of the fucking sun. Sleep a lot. Okay? Okay?
2: Perfect. Cool. Wise words. Yeah. And don't you be said a, a hairy fucking fairy. Prick. A hairy
1: fairy. And
3: don't <laughs> a be a hairy fucking fairy. prick.
0: Lou, how you doing? What's
2: up with you? What's up with me? Green, green, uh, I do have green hair now. Shout Smart. out. Smart. Done by Asia. Booger no snot hair over here. Uh, I'm chilling. Uh, started kayaking. So kayaking's going. I'm doing kayaking and coffee shopping. So mm-hmm. doing that. Uh, mania is on its way over here. I can feel it. And had a really good, uh, it was movement this past weekend, so I was just out partying it up with myself and the homies and the rest of the world that came to movement. And now just making it day by day, you know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, how are you? For those of you that didn't see it, it was just a hard stare directly into the camera.
3: Um, oh,
0: shit. Um, I'm getting better. Um, I recently, as of June 1st, quit my job. I am the only person in my life who got suspended on their day off and quit directly after getting a raise and I've been battling myself with the choice I made to improve my quality of life because on paper getting suspended on your day off and then quitting after a raise is ludicrous (laughs) (laughs) for all intents and purposes it's actually insane right And I've been struggling with, like in in terms of mental health, combating the reality, my reality, that this is consistent in my work life. I enter places. um, I do great. Don't, hey, hey, you're going to electrocute yourself. Kitty. I enter places and then I'm doing great, and then I'm the reckoning. Um, not because like I'm attempting to be that, but in like you know demanding autonomy and like asking people to do their jobs and work together. It's um, a problem. Um, I find myself trapped in this system of like that black femme misogynoir thing where Mm -hmm. you're brought in and it's like yay the negress is amazing and then I do all the mammying, right which means like the emotional support of people on staff and then because of my particular brand of neurodivergence and PTSD around thriving in chaos I see a problem and I want to fix it Mm -hmm. immediately I should that's something I got to talk Um, and you know, I believe in efficiency and effectiveness and in capitalism that is not praised because the ego is praised and bureaucracy is praised. So I was moving through a lot of like, how am I going to (laughs) live? How do I make money when I keep like getting pushed out or like, uh, uh. um, I will say shout out to Lou.
2: Hey, And shout out to,
0: God got me! Because when I was ambushed in a conversation and thus suspended, Lou called three minutes later, out of nowhere. You don't know this story. I was on Bell Isles my day off. Again, I got suspended on my day off, America. Much like uh, Craig and Friday who got fired on his day off for stealing boxes. I was suspended on my day off for refusing to sign paperwork that said that I was insubordinate. So.
2: And why did they give you a paper saying you were insubordinate, quote unquote? Mm.
0: It's because the general manager um, was unhappy with the fact that I took initiative to do things that she should have done or she was responsible for. And um, I did them better, faster, stronger, more efficiently, um, along with the rest of my job, the rest of my other aspects of my job. And uh, it was deemed insubordinate.
2: So for some bullshit.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. And I refused to sign insubordination paperwork because A, number one, I don't agree with it. B, number two, um, there are no... We don't have an employee handbook, so there is nothing documented as to like what disciplinary actions are, um, and I know that because I tried to facilitate documentation and the creation of it because it's important, you know. Um, people need to be aware. You also are not going to use me as a test dummy for your authority games. Suck Here I my is. dick. I'm suspended, fine. Um, Lou called three minutes later. Lou was supposed to be at work. Work got canceled. I'm crying. I also broke my heart-shaped sunglasses during this argument with my general manager. I was done. I was done. Glasses broke? Suspend me. That's one thing. Get me so emotional that I'm snatching glasses off my face and I break them in the process? How dare you? I cried to Lou though. Let's talk about support, let's talk about friends, let's talk about family, chosen family. Lou was like, I didn't want to interrupt your solo beach day, but I just, something told me to call.
3: And I'm like, "Ah, ah, 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 ah."
0: and Lou's like, okay. I just got off of work. Do you want me to bring you a sandwich? From Crisbelli's. Yeah. (laughs) Donner. They brought two. They brought two. They were different. They were different options. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Had to do it for them. (laughs) They
0: stopped at the dollar store and bought new sunglasses for the both of us. And they were sunflower-shaped. So gay. And ridiculous. And it was perfect. And they pulled up. I'm still crying and sweating in my car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was a watery sight, y'all. Just watery.
0: Crying and sweating. And they pull up and get me out of the car. They put these sunglasses on me. Imagine me and big, giant, yellow, daisy, sunflower sunglasses, weeping. And I'm toddling to the beach because I'm ready to eat this these sandwiches. Also, Mm -hmm. I'm ready to cry into some
3: meats.
0: (laughs) 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 And I did. I also took mushrooms that day, and really went through uh, a big like it was a big awakening in lots of ways. Definitely Mm -hmm. tapping into my childhood. Uh, my childhood traumas that uh, create the demons that ex- exist in me today. The ones where it's like, if you're not good enough. Nobody likes you. You're never gonna fit in anywhere. You're too much. You're too weird. Yeah. Um. So now, as far as mental health is concerned, I'm feeling a lot better. Good. I'm love that. really, really proud of myself for allowing myself the space to feel, for allowing myself to receive love from a partner who just lets me be me, mm-hmm. and literally on the beach told me, you know what, spiral, that's fine. And then take some time to really think about how you wanna move, cause you have time. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful, because inside of me, America, are two wolves, okay? The first wolf is Petty Spaghetti. You bet your fucking black ass. I surely was like, I will burn this place <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> and then the other wolf was like, protect your peace, homie. And you help me. So thank you. And people like you You're help welcome. Me. Because like you affirm the choices I make
3: mm, and mm-hmm. the people I
0: surround myself with and continue to build relationship with, and we all touch and agree that these jobs ain't shit
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. at all.
0: So yeah. Um, Word. What updates are happening in our lives? Any updates? Any new things? Boris' birthday is next month.
1: Yep, Boris will be nine. <laughs> wow. Um. That's we a-
0: talked about Boris a little bit last yeah. time, but get into who Boris is, um, and not just who Boris is, but like what Boris represents to you, for you in your life.
1: Um, Boris is a boxer. He's real wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's all white except for a brown patch over his eye. Mm-hmm. Aww. Um, he's just the sweetest. Most gentle, most loving being that I've ever encountered on planet Earth. And uh, be. best decision I ever made was getting him. Um, Did you get him as a puppy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He was eight weeks she, old when wow. I got him. Wow, yeah. so you
2: really are he papa. just
0: legs. From what I remember, he was literally limbs and a head.
1: Yeah, for the longest and, oh, time. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, he. Was, I mean, he. He grew up, and I mean, we were ba- we basically had the same body type, just yes. long and skinny, <laughs> you know. All that's so cute. Legs, big ass heads, <laughs> but um, no, we just have um a fucking magical relationship that I put on front street at all times. Yes. Um, I'm not the kind of dude that's gonna have an animal in the house, and I just say hey to it. You know, Mm -hmm. like that middle-aged to boomer-aged dad that's like, we're not getting a fucking dog, and then, like, you know, has the, the mower... With you know the compartment for the dog, you know? <laughs> see, he didn't want to get the dog yes. because he was gonna open up and show a fucking human side of exposure, himself. Exposure, attack. Yeah. Exposure.
2: Attack, attack, exactly. attack, attack me, exactly. Attack me, attack, attack me. You. This okay. is why I won't get a dog because I know I will get too attached to this, this dog. This is
0: also why Lou was like these kittens, blah, blah, blah. and I was like,
3: Each
0: <laughs> look, I didn't choose for mommy to get fucking blasted inner cervix and pop (laughs) out more kids but let me tell you something when we found out that this bitch had babies we chose to do this which means Mm -hmm. that you have to engage with these animals and what 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 winds up happening with this nigga every time
2: (laughs) i get attached i do i just mm, i just fall in love with them that's why i can't get a dog
1: you should get dog though for that exception. you should we totally have, get a dog
2: we have three cats right now y'all like i feel we like having right okay we have five cats right now america i feel like that's enough Sick. for right now
0: yeah but then we're getting rid of two kittens mm-hmm. and then mommy's on the case and then mm-hmm. three cats and a small dog or to a medium-sized dog to a large dog
2: that's <laughs> <the cat. laughs> did, did y'all hear every size that was in there it went from small to medium to large i'm glad you
0: yeah. heard that mm-hmm I just feel could like...
1: Could be a Chihuahua. Could be a Great Dane. Right. <laughs> bull Mastiff. Everything
2: in between. It's just... A Bull Mastiff would be crazy. I think a big
0: part of dismantling patriarchal masculinity is allowing yourself to love something.
1: Yeah, that isn't TV. sports or yes. beer or yes. cars.
0: Life. To love life. And to respect it and appreciate it. And that doesn't mean you need to walk around kissing every baby. Don't do that. That's fucking weird. But it does mean that it is your responsibility somewhere in your life to take care of something else that requires love and affection and attention. Um, because it matters. Yep.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Boris, uh, he he calmed me down. Um, I started, you know, I was partying less, going out less. Once I got mm-hmm. him, um, he has enabled me to show a sweeter side of myself to the world, um, which has been over gradually over time, like, leaking into other aspects of my life.
0: Absolutely. You have more grace
1: now. Yes, yes I do. I mm-hmm.
2: love that you use the word leaking, too, where it's like, it could be like an overflow or like a slow like trickle like it's yeah. not like all of a sudden you were like bam and now I'm just like open it's like it was a slow process mm-hmm. and I love hearing that it was a process
1: yeah and it was it was something that I wasn't even like conscious of until like literally within the last month mm. you know because I used to just like be looking super fucking angry all the time mm-hmm. and I mean, judging be- judging the fuck out of people mm-hmm. like on sight mm-hmm. and you know just being Really, really pissed off, and I find myself at this point where I am moving through the world a whole hell of a lot more gently Ugh. and being reserving well, my anger ridiculous. for what the action exactly, exactly, you know,
0: where it, where it belongs mm-hmm. to those it belongs yeah. to, mm-hmm. which
1: is such. And not taking it out on people that I've never fucking met before in my own little ways that maybe they'll never notice, Mm -hmm. but I sure as shit notice. Right, because it gets to you, because then you're like,
2: wow, like I really am moving in these ways, like at all these people. Mm -hmm. I totally hear that of like the the minute ways that you let it out.
0: We also do a thing, too, I think, um, because of the persistence of like the idea of the isolated individual in this nation. We forget that we need other people, which makes it super easy to immediately judge another person or like believe that you know right offhand. And that's never to discredit intuition. Because in my black ass vaginal have an ass experience most of my intuition is rooted in survival mechanisms so I'm
3: not mm. necessarily
0: wrong. However I have to in order to live a non-bitter life allow myself to be pleasantly surprised. Mm. And that means that like I can protect myself and also open myself up to the possibilities and exercise discernment in the action of opening myself up
2: yeah that's like being a realist of like you're still you understand that like shit is fucked and things still go wrong However, you still know that just as many wrongs as there are just as many moments of like surprise and happiness and joy and you get to like savor those and reflect on them. Just like how you said today, like you didn't have a shitty day. And like mm-hmm. it's like moments like that where you reflect and you're like, Wow, like if I can just have one day that's not shitty, then I can move in a way that is not like every single day of my life is shitty. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's it was cool. three days three days ago it would it was like I could really go for just having a nice day. Can I just have one nice day (laughs) this fucking week, this fucking month, please? And sure enough, I fucking had one. It came in the form that I was not expecting it to. I didn't have a day off. Mm -hmm. I didn't get very good sleep last night. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking tired of shit right now. Mm -hmm. But I had a good day. I laughed a lot. I fed people, you know. I yeah, that. it's yeah.
2: The, that simple manifestation yeah. of like, oh, you know I'm and saying? I'm okay.
1: Made, like it. made a little money, but that's like the least of it, yeah. honestly, mm-hmm. you know?
2: The money, ugh, we'll get into that. Because that feeling is good though, money. making a little bit. I, I get that. Like yeah. walking around and you're like, oh, cool. Like I did the thing and I got a little extra. Like it's cool to know that you can be good in the moment and then like to have that little bit of security that you might be okay in the future. Yeah. So like I feel mm-hmm. that. It's the
0: alignment of all the things, right? It's like, I made a little money. I had good laughs. Because I think that in capitalism, what I've experienced is it's one or the other. Yeah. You make a lot of money, but fuck everything. Yeah. Or fuck everything. Or I'm coming in in a good mood and I make no money. Yeah. And I think that as we, as um, elder millennials and gen... Also on the tail end. Yeah,
2: I'm a cusper.
0: And Gen Z. Like, we are doing generational curse breaking by not only uh, being, like, reflecting on what we're experiencing, but also making choices about whether or not we stick with it or not. Right? And, like, bad days happen because we live in this hellhole. However, the congratulations of, like, you had a good day. The beauty of me quitting my job after all this fucking bullshit and then getting messages from people that I've worked with and impacted, like, in a positive way. Love you. That Like, let's hang out. Like, building that... Community and knowing that that impact is there, like at the loss of security, I have security in this community that I built. Mm-hmm. At the loss of like time, you laughed today and had like a good day. Yeah. But so there was no real loss, you know? I think that we're doing a massive uh, overhaul of like the shit where we. <laughs> there are kittens behind you. Mm-hmm. The the shit where like uh, w- when I look at someone like my uncle and I was like, how did you work at the same factory for 40 years? Yeah. I remember, like, I remember looking at him and being like, 40 years?
2: It's wired.
0: How, girl? And then in family conversation, <laughs> I found out how All kinds of corruption can can happen in family units and all that other shit Mm when you have the consistency of the security of a paycheck. You can really shit on other people Mm -hmm. when you know you're getting paid. And that's neither here nor there. So happy that. (laughs) Also, I'm sorry, these kittens have the entire house. Let's actually, like, gag real quick (laughs) on the back. That these two kittens have this whole house that they can run a muck in. A muck. And currently, they're behind Dunner, flipping and flopping.
1: Just playing m- away. Flapping well, and it, dapping. It doesn't count if we're not in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. <laughs>
0: um, updates on my life, and then I'm going to throw it over to Lou. Um... Movement happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I love movement for a variety of reasons. Uh, I will say, much like my experience with Beyonce, where I was a fucking hater at first, and I'm a, I'm still a hater because no billionaire is worth their weight and salt. But I can appreciate, you know, the artistry. Much like that, I really entered... It was called dance beforehand, which... Stands for Detroit Electronic Music Festival. I hated movement on site Mm. because to me it was representative of gentrification. Only I was like, it's not accessible, valid everyday person. Like
2: absolutely valid
0: music festival was, and also techno is black. This is the blackest city in America. Why am I paying whatever hundreds of dollars to get in? Run me my coins, let me get in. I also witnessed the, uh, not just the gentrification, but like the w- w- whitewashing
2: mm. of
0: music and of entertainment and community building. And I just watched it move from depth to movement and see it become part of a corporate machine. Part of these festivals that are ran and produced by the same 10 groups of people who do not really care about the people there. They just care about making lots of money. Mm -hmm. Um, Last year, or the year before last rather, my mind was changed. I went, I experienced so much incredible shit, wild shit, like, we within the first fifteen minutes, twenty minutes of a beat, of us being there, we saw somebody like have a fucking seizure like on the state like the main stage, uh, like Stargate or whatever that was, and like I was like quick to be like, see that's what happens. But then my brain was also like, wait, <laughs> people make choices, right? Like the person chose to like get way, 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 mm-hmm. way fucked up before coming in, or they came in, whatever, whatever the scenario is. It happens. It was the one and only incident where I saw, and then I also saw, like, people um, from the festival running in the direction to help this person. So I was, like, lit. Um, I experienced Lou getting fucking pushed up on by a weird Wookiee who did not understand personal space
2: and yeah I, it was um, a weird time you're talking about multiple what? years at one time first you were in the past now you're here but yeah that was a wild time
0: oh in the in the past yes that's what i experienced at this at movement right like there were things that i could be like i never want to go again to you know but conversely just as quickly as this person this completely goobed out fucking individual Kept being in your space just as quickly, like me and Chaley, and even you were like, "No," and like there was no pushback from people around. Yeah, you. Were like yeah, get the fuck off of them. You know what I mean? Like
2: it's very true. And then
0: we found a gay llama, like right after that, while well, mm-hmm. eating chicken, like on a
2: stick. Chicken on a stick. <laughs>
0: so like there were all of these waves of shit that happened and it was really cool whatever this year I did not go it was very expensive mm-hmm. we went to some after parties or some daytime things that was cute but spotlight $50
2: at 2 p.m.
0: 50 five zero dollars For underground black music? Cool. So that means that when I walk my black ass up
2: from the underground,
0: I should just be admitted.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right? $50? You know, white businesses that come into the city and leech off the culture. And provide a space for the culture to not blossom necessarily, but be experienced. And then literally gouge prices per hour. Because we heard. Yeah, that was the thing is it was going up. It was $40. The rate. Oh, if you followed us. Then you would have gotten pre-sale tickets. Fuck a pre-sale ticket, bitch. Look at my goddamn ID. Look at me, ho. Fifty dollars. You're insane. Um, fuck you. I would really love if more of the party girls and the party boys and the party femmes and the party thems and everybody else. Would recognize that um, that is exploitation, and we don't have to participate in it. You can literally just walk away. Um, and really, shout out to the grassy knoll on the outside of Spotlight, because that's where all like the cool queers and femmes and everybody was anyway, chilling, listening yeah. to the music that was pulsating from the club. Um, that's number one. Number two, update. Um, if I can, ex- if I can speak on, like, you experiencing mania this weekend and us reaching, like, a new place, I think, as, like, a couple.
2: Sure, yeah.
0: And (laughs) there's a kitten in my crock.
2: (laughs) Um,
0: So from what I was experiencing, Lou was, like, experiencing some mania, some shit happened that I was, like, meh about. But then we talked about it and just shout out to you for getting it.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's taking a minute, you know? Like you got it. I have to walk around the block a few times, but once I understand, I understand.
0: And it was so beautiful because like, hey, I'm not telling you to stay in relationships that cause you like duress or like crazy conflict, but also Um, In order for us to be comrades and to relate to one another and to like do this relationship shit, romantic Mm -hmm. or otherwise, like we have to give each other like a little bit of grace and believe and trust that like people will get it. And yeah, I think
2: and I think that comes with a lot of like personal honesty. Because I remember being up in the week, like us having conversations about mania. And instead of shutting them down, I was open to being like, yeah, like mania is a possibility. Or like, maybe you're right. I should think about this massive wave of like a tsunami's worth of dopamine that I'm about mm-hmm. to receive over the next four days. Because mm-hmm. also, on top of uh, movement, was also queer prom, which was like something that was important um, for me. Um, So I think like the way that we were having conversations about mania as more of like an illness and like a concept versus like a consequence allowed me to be more honest and be more vulnerable about like what was happening with mania while it was like happening live. Mm
0: -hmm. Also, hey, if you're out there and you're experiencing uh, intrusive thoughts or like you do this thing where like uh, you disregard yourself and like you do it in your brain right and you believe that the voice in your head is actually an extension of you so it actually like eats at you way more do this thing where you give that thing a name
2: yo <laughs> it's so helpful in short term <laughs> like that inner voice so you have you just Shut name the them. Fuck
0: up, Keith you don't know what you're talking about
2: you're Fucking wrong. kayla like yeah.
0: shut up kayla fuck you
1: bryce Exactly. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly and like look it sounds insane but i saw what i got when you do a thing where you distance yourself from your intrusive thoughts and you give it a name words mean things they're powerful People have to understand manifesting shit don't just come because you think about it hard enough. It comes when you open your mouth and you speak it into existence. Speaking things into existence always feels a little bit crazy. But when you give your negative thoughts a name, that means that you and those thoughts are separate. You are not those thoughts. Those thoughts are just thoughts. Mm -hmm. Facts are not feelings.
1: Thank you. I needed to hear that straight up. Um. See, I'm having a great day. <laughs> Fucking hell!
2: Hell yeah! Shout God out! God damn!
1: In three years of therapy, I've never, I've never encountered my therapist like telling me that that method. Yes. You know of like coping. TikTok. Shout out TikTok.
2: <laughs>
0: TikTok, TikTok, because I started watching a lot of TikToks surrounding Lou's diagnosis and my diagnosis because what I'm understanding about people coming into relationship with one another romantic or otherwise is that you're actually blending traumas right and like that means that like we have to figure out how your trauma works and how my trauma works and how we trigger one another and how we can like lessen that right and in doing that by not trying to control one another but trying to educate one another gently and carefully and intentionally not like in an eggshell way but in a radically honest way we are breaking the curse of isolation by allowing each other to teach each other
2: yeah and be and be seen yeah because i feel like we had a moment where i was invited to go to an after party and Asia was asleep, and I, I had been out all day long because yes. that was what I wanted to do. You were also in a mannequin. Um, yes, so went out all day long, came back, and was gonna go to bed, and then I got a message saying, like, hey, you wanna come to this after party? It was three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> internally, I know that Asia is asleep, and so like the opportunity of having a conversation isn't there, And because the opportunity's not there, I should decline this invitation. Manic Me and Party Girl were like, we're going to go. So I texted Asia so that Asia would see it when, like, they got up.
0: First, you tried to have a conversation with me mid-sleep, and I thought I was having a fever dream because lately I've been having a lot of really intense dreams. Um, And then afterwards, you sent me a text message.
2: Right. So then I leave, and then, you know, go to the party. When I come back, obviously Asia's very unhappy. Um, so we have I a conversation we have a conversation about it, and through like honesty and being open and like listening and really naming the mania, I was able to like understand what I did that was like not the wave and be able to move forward honestly, like in my manic diagnosis and understand that like my behavior was like triggering to you and what like you have to deal with, and that's how like our traumas blend and it yeah. was such like a particular experience to like get cuz i feel like now i'm looking at it through a bird's eye lens versus like just experiencing it and being like oh i didn't realize like it doesn't feel as brand new
0: yeah and then the day after i was like so i was watching this tiktok and they were saying to name your fucking intrusive thoughts so maybe let's try that and it just aligned and made sense yeah like and works because Now, instead of Lou being in isolation with their intrusive thoughts, they can say out loud, shut up, Keith. And I'm like, yeah, shut up, Keith.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Go back to girls' point, Bryce. Okay. Motherfucker. Okay. Yeah. bro.
0: You don't know what you're talking about. And what I ended up actually telling Lou in this was like, you can have this conversation with your homies, and the homies that get it are going to support you in that because all honestly all my closest homies battle in truth of thoughts.
2: Yeah, that's a word.
0: All my closest homies are like I could
2: do a flip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't. Okay? No. We don't,
0: but we could. And I'm pleasantly surprised that's my update i'm pleasantly surprised in allowing my life and the choices i've made to have the people surround me that i do surprise me mm. and affirm my hope my silly goose little hope thank you jayla
3: <laughs>
2: Yes, silly goosein silly goose silly
3: goosing.
0: for believing that people can people better but they can't
1: Mhm. <laughs> you gotta put the fucking work in though, and that shit is hard. Okay. Mhm.
2: But when you're honest, a word, radically honest,
0: it's worth. it Moving on to people who aren't worth shit. We are now ready for dumb bitch juice. For those of you who are unfamiliar with the segment, here we go. Um, dumb bitch juice is a person, a place, a thing, mm-hmm. a concept, a theory. A moment to release the valve. If you will, on something that has been irritate, an irritant to you um, and past and present or possibly even in future.
2: Whoa. Here we go. A future dumb bitch you sounds crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, okay. You're like, I already know something's going to be just a bitch. like
0: Ron DeSantis.
2: Hmm. I mean, I'll start. Okay, I i know i put one down on the board but like thinking thinking i'm gonna change it up a little bit like i think my dumb bitch juice today is gonna be having to take classes to like get a degree because i just i'm in a math class right now and i just took a math exam and like I couldn't tell you the last time I took a fucking math exam, okay? Like this shit was crazy. And I'm a person who enjoys math, but I don't feel like I have to take an exam or take a class to prove that I can do this math, to enjoy this math, to like move forward in my life. Mm -hmm. It just, it feels toxic. And it feels like a gigantic waste of my time to just sit at my computer and listen to someone read a book to me and then regurgitate it back so I can get a thumbs up to continue on in my fucking life. Damn. So, that's my dumb bitch juice. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: I have a college degree. I can... I'm
0: sorry. We gotta face the rock field to you. Oh,
2: gotcha. Yes, I'm so sorry.
0: It's okay. You do have a college
1: degree. We talked about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... What's your degree in, if you don't mind? Journalism.
2: Oh, word. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I love that for you. But yeah, literally, uh, like, I I learned everything that I needed to know in three classes. Mm -hmm. The rest of it was a complete waste of my money and my fucking time. Mm -hmm. And it's because we have a for-profit education system those classes are designed to fucking waste your life and your energy and your fucking money. They're because everybody is, that ain't you has got to get their cut.
0: There it is. Mm. It also is an opportunity for egotistical maniacs to fucking unroll their slimy dicks all over uh, naive, young individuals whose brains are still actually like forming and congealing and, you know, um, th- th- To me, these institutions are filled with people that don't want to see student loan debt go away because they had to pay their dues, so you have to pay your dues. Okay. And that's just the way that it is. And that's not the way it is, actually. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. And on top of that, do you know, do, do both of you happen to know why college is so expensive today?
1: Oh fucking Ronald Reagan!
0: Do you know why? Damn, I fucking hate that did. guy. Donald, I'm not surprised. He did
1: what he did. Um, it was t- basically like an educated workforce proletariat. Yes, and- is a dangerous thing, yes. and one of the easiest ways to um, constrict them and shoot them in the kneecaps is to saddle them with debt. Yes. M- and therefore what oh. you do is you make um, the you – ru- you increase the cost of getting higher education mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you saddle that public with debt. You basically – like you're paying a gigantic tax mm-hmm. just to be able to get this degree that supposedly is going to make you more attractive in the marketplace.
0: hmm do you know what initiated that yeah. ideology for Ronald Reagan?
1: Yes, but I need a refresher.
0: When niggas started going to college. College was free, or damn near free, for elder boomers and their parents who were white. Mm. Actually, it was part of the New Deal was, oh, my God, sorry about all the war. Come on back, GIs. Not you, niggas. Not you, nigga, GIs. Not you. But all of you have the opportunity to do ABCD&E, which is what created the Mad Men time period.
2: Right? Mm, Okay, I can see the outfits. Do you understand? The suits.
0: Literally, literally, veterans coming back, shitting on the women who were doing all the work, shitting all the niggas who've been the work <laughs> and giving these niggas suits, cigars, and Jim Beam and CEO positions because they went to college full free. And once niggas started going to college, then they started throwing in fees. Mm. And this is actually what instituted HBCUs in the first place. HBCUs, which are historically black colleges and universities, were created in response to no colleges accepting black people. And then when black people did the thing where they're like, fine, fuck it, I'll do it myself, white people and the and, and the system were like, This is a threat. So now we have to combat this threat of equality by using money as the uh, arbiter of, like, who gets in and who doesn't. And historically, the folks that had money were white. Even poor white people had more opportunities than black. Affirmative action didn't happen in the 90s. Damn. Ronald Reagan understood what all these other presidents understood while niggas were and are in chains. Niggas are the experiment for the type of oppression you can pull on everybody. Which means that people who oppress us understand our humanity but choose to criminalize, to debt to, to, to put us in debt to return white people back to the medieval times where you're doing and in, like indentured servitude to get a degree.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we enter these institutions. Like why am I here? Why
2: am I doing this? Yeah, and like I think to to then have the education piece of paper, but then when it comes to the job, be met with like, but if you don't have 10 years experience, then I won't even look at you. Yes. Then like what have I been doing for the past 10 years? Like what The reality isn't is the school supposed P- to be the experience. It doesn't
0: guarantee you shit. You a bachelor's degree? <laughs> In this economy, not enough. A master's degree? For a six-figure job? That's not enough. What is enough is nepotism. Mm Mm-hmm. And white supremacy. And respectability politics. That is... That's a consistency. And this country is, like, one big giant popularity contest based off of money not even based off of like are you a cool guy or no
2: wouldn't that be sick if it was based off if you were a cool dude and like there was like criteria and people there to be like okay like what makes you a cool dude and they're like you know like If I paid taxes, I would give it to schools and roads. And, like, I care about these things. And then, like, just had a track record of being a cool dude.
0: I'm a cool dude. Like, I am going to make corporations pay more taxes because they make more money. And logically, that makes sense. I'm a cool dude because whether or not you run a mega church or not, regardless of your religion, you're going to pay taxes. Right. Because the right to practice your religion here means that you gotta you know i mean like if everybody's paying you gotta pay just exploiting
2: yeah if i'm paying everybody's paying like sorry
0: (laughs) (laughs) if if all this shit was rooted in being a cool dude we would run the nation yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) well (laughs)
1: mm -hmm. my uh, my dad he's always ryan how come how come you never got into politics?
0: Sir, <laughs> yeah. do you want me to get pew-pewed? Is, yeah, exactly. To to See, pew-pewed? That's exactly what I would say to him. <laughs> so you want me to Mike, get pew Mike, do you
1: want your son to get assassinated? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> because GM would turn into a worker-owned... How about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool co-op. Hey, little co-op.
0: Little co-op? You ever have um, a shareholder? Yeah. It's actually laborers and the people who run this. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Shareholders don't determine shit, co-op.
2: I wish the kayaking spot was a co-op. That would change lives.
0: None of these things can really have the opportunity to do that unless they are entering this knowing that there's a high chance of no success in capitalism, Mm. but an even higher opportunity for networking, community building, and expanding in uh, folks who operate in businesses that align with your values. And then, like, from that, you build your own shit. You don't even need these niggas. That's why we get pew-pewed, mm. because ultimately, what the, the ones who teach people that you don't need, I don't need no government. Mm-hmm. I don't need no boss. I am the manager.
2: Yo, <laughs> <laughs> no, you said that and you got it.
0: Uh yeah, college, man. Uh school. I'm definitely battling that myself too cuz I'm like, should I go back to school? And then I'm like, I don't know, man. Every time I enter an institution.
2: You just it, like Yo, and I feel even just with building a schedule, like and then I promise I'll pass it, but I'm really no. just so irritated by this. But like. Lady, let me build my schedule and have one class online and then one class in person didn't be like, hey, this one person class is 45 minutes from your house twice a week. Like, do you want to choose this life? And I'm like, aren't you here to help me? Like, wouldn't you think that you would see this and be like, oh, this class is not online, even though clearly you told me three times you only want to take classes online. I'm still going to let you sign up for this class just to drop this class, just to have to pay a fee because this class doesn't work for you.
3: Huh? I just...
2: (laughs) God damn. It's frustrating for no reason. Like...
0: Dunner. Yes. Your
1: dumb bitch juice. Uh, the debt ceiling deal. Mm. Um, all I'm really going to say about it is that um, in the election cycle leading up to the current administration, um, you really changed my mind around um, the concept of voting. And thank you. Um, and now I can see this, this debt stealing deal is basically for me like an affirmation mm-hmm. that my change in attitude and outlook on participating in that once every four years deal that we do um, is right on. Um, because there, there is no, well, we can hold Biden accountable. No, you can't. No, you can't. Can you pew pew Biden? No, you can't. Not you, not me. It's not going to happen. Can't hold him accountable. It's not, and it's not just one person either. It's not our senators and it's not, you can't hold our government accountable. You can't hold the Supreme Court accountable. You definitely can't.
0: They literally laughed, nigga. Clarence Thomas got literally caught. Being a sugar baby for another Supreme Court justice.
3: Yeah. What? In the
0: pocket. In the pocket of this nigga. And when Senate tried to be like, okay, we should probably, inve- like, let's investigate this and actually bring it up in court. The Supreme Court said, I am the manager.
1: Yeah. Clarence Thomas said, here's another pube on your Coke. Okay. Oh. <sighs> So, basically, Republicans Republicans are aided and abetted by the Democrats to get what they want. So, it's a bunch of tax breaks for rich people that don't fucking need it, and fuck the poor people. That's basically what it boils down to. The debt ceiling
0: deal is a euphemism. It's... Government uses flourishy, euphemistic language to fuck you. So if it sounds good, it's probably
1: not. Yeah, we're only like one of two countries on the entire planet that even has a fucking debt ceiling.
2: Huh? How embarrassing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> ain't got ain't got universal health care, but we got a debt ceiling. Yeah.
0: And much like. Every other problem spawned from the shit-stained choices made by the shit-stained balloon fucking founding fuckheads of this nation. It's a problem created by the wealthy elite. These are the. It's so funny because I was talking to Alfred on uh, on the phone about this earlier, and Alfred was explaining to me how when they go to work, like they have been able to like put themselves in a position where they don't really have to deal with like a whole bunch of shit, but they still overhear wealthy tech bros complaining about the homeless people in the streets that their buildings occupy. Instead of recognizing you created this problem because instead of doing the work to understand the community that you put your office building in, you just put your office building there and then expect it to look like a PowerPoint presentation instead of the realistic reality that because of people like you, people like this exist. It's the same thing of, like, when white people in old slavery time days would be, like, the Negro problem. What is the Negro problem? How? It wouldn't be a problem if you didn't sail the ocean blue to come get my black ass. It wouldn't be a problem if you treated niggas like people. Mm -hmm. But now... You have to deal with us. And the beauty between niggerism and Marxism, the, the pipeline is so clear. Oppressed, poor, downtrodden individuals, regardless of whatever bullshit, race, blah, 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 regardless of that, that cycle will continue to continue. and your government will be like oh we fu- we made a deal a debt ceiling deal and that leads to infighting right because we're like they're gonna it's gonna work out fine has it no yo people dooed in the capital like people
3: stole <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people federal mm-hmm.
0: crimes crimes the Capitol building smelled like fucking Red Bull yeah, dog. and Natty Ice.
1: It smelled like fucking Harpo's.
0: It's... <clears throat> Harpo's is a bar
1: here that is like divey. Oh, it's a, it, it's a it's, big-ass cavernous it's, fucking it's music venue in it. It's yeah.
2: What like Where that? in the city?
1: Oh, shit. Is um, it on the
0: east side? I th- yeah. Harpo's is... Harper's is deeper east mm. than um I'm thinking like Cadu Cafe deep deeper deeper east than that okay deeper east than even sp- like Spotlight
2: okay hmm it's <laughs>
0: not a refuge it's a it's a place for recluses I'm sure that like you smoke
2: cigarettes inside pro- yeah, yeah probably yeah, yeah. Word. Okay. I
0: feel like Covid started there, Yeah. Mm-hmm. or at least mutated. once a
1: month. Mm-hmm. I feel that I, yeah. I've
2: been to a place where definitely, Covid has started. Definitely, absolutely.
1: In between two to four variants <laughs> you know came I mean? out of that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's just nasty. It's just nasty, and like, yeah, that ceiling shit. Just really ask yourself. My favorite, one of my favorite TikTok talk sounds. If you don't think the government would do it, <laughs> like ask yourself. If you think that the government wouldn't fuck you, would they? If you think the government won't do it, they've done it. Mhm. And are doing it. Mhm. Debt ceiling. Girl, you make you print the money.
2: <laughs> True. Mhm. You know, I just always wonder about printing money.
0: Like in a scam way or in like a like Fort Knox way. I'm gonna just leave it at You're that. A scam. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could. How are my mock dollars you know, any less valid <laughs> than this bullshit?
2: I just. I got
1: a lot of ideas. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> You want to buy a boardwalk, motherfucker? Okay,
0: literally. What if we just took over the Scientology building right downtown? So, anyway, my DBJ, those um, two dentures of uh, dentures and the biracial. Um, my smoke is always going to go straight for whoever is the chief of whatever. Um, you are allowing um, Republican, a Republican-run Senate and Congress, to essentially eviscerate the uh, uh, contract that you stated that we don't have to pay student loans. And I think that what makes me the most irritated about this is that I know that deeply, Dentures, you're using the Republicans as a scapegoat for an action that your are fucking... Pinocchio held together by literally wires and strings ass wants to put into place. All you motherfuckers are war criminals and criminals in general. And instead of standing up on your vanilla ice cream eating fucking you got it jackass fucking finger pointing wrong direction walking ass self and saying it with your chest this is a profit mongering country. And we want our money, you're blaming the people you're in bed with. And that's disgusting. And I also want you to know, dentures and the biracial, you will never see that money from me. Not a, not a dime. You're going to try to claw out of my cold damn hands. Guess what? Surprise is on you, ho. I'm broke. And that's not because I don't try hard. That's not because I'm not smart. I'm broke because y'all perpetuate bullshit. Student loan debt? Mm Mm-hmm. Student loan debt. Debt ceiling.
1: Yeah. What? We're broke because that's what you want. You want us to be, if, if you're not super successful and rich... You want us to be broke. You want us to be in debt. You want us to be in bad health. You literally 100. want, and you want our, you want our health to yes. be tied to employment. Fully. You want. We
0: are talking about this earlier. Yeah. The moment yeah. that your quality of life improves, guess what that means? That means that you have the space and the time to pause and discern. Does this job? fit me is this something that i want to continue doing when i quit my job without a job lined up most people would call that crazy i call that survival i'd rather have no fucking job none Mm -hmm. than like subject myself to bullshit tying health insurance to work tying the right to be healthy to your job is nuts that's not like that is nuts
1: it's i mean it's it's fucking inhumane
0: people that are healthy people that don't have to stress about paying thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars back to institutions that have that money and misappropriated it or misused it on their jet skis or their kids' college bullshit. Doesn't know me. So, Joe Biden, count your days, motherfucker. I'm still not convinced you're not dead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I will find your phylactery and I will smash that shit, okay? Smash. Because you Joe are a Biden lich.
0: Is, is a puppet.
1: The same as Ronald Reagan. It's fucking formaldehyde. If they're full of it, Oof. it's weekend at Bernie's. It's Part I four.
0: It's, I think it's actually deeper than weekend at Bernie's. I think they're sucking the blood out of these fucking kids that are being trafficked because where's the money? You know what I'm saying?
1: We talked about that we last did. time. Yeah. Where's, where's the money? Where's the money? <clears throat>
0: Where are the kids? Are they grown? I don't know. All I'm all I imagine is just you like a like like treating Madonna does a 29-2 for 50. You know what I mean? She, like, went to Africa.
3: And she got, like... <laughs> she got, like... Mr. Allen. She got, like,
0: two kids that she can front, and then one that she just sucks the stem cells right out of. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that's the truth with all these... Yeah. Like, y'all are all... It's... You're lizard people. It's not yeah. good.
1: Spinal fluid drinking motherfuckers. Oof. I'm just
0: saying, everybody always wants Gross. to talk
1: about like, science, uh,
0: but I'm like, y'all are literally like treating people like Tropicana orange juice. Remember the old commercials where it was that red and white straw, and it like <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> right to an orange. Okay, yeah.
1: And you know you tried that. If you are a child of the '80s, you know you tried to do that. Of course. And That's you learn y- the hard y- way. way. Oh, I'm
2: I'm familiar. familiar I'm familiar. This is an iconic move this is what they're doing Mm -hmm,
0: though for real anyways do we want to take a quick break
2: yeah let's take a break and then
3: we'll
0: come back to our topic of the day
2: what's good it's
0: your girl boy bestie asia in the building reminding you to be sure to check out our video content which is now featured on youtube that's right. If you go to YouTube, forward slash The Hard R's 313, you'll be able to check out our old video content from really the beginning of this show. Um... And if you are interested in checking out new video content, be sure to take a peek at our Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash the hard 313 uh, Once you subscribe, you get full access to current episodes as well as sneak peeks for upcoming episodes and some info about projects and maybe some merchandise and some other things that we got cracking. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Mwah. You being able to play the saxophone didn't impress me then it doesn't impress me now and I want more people I want black people to stop being impressed with mediocrity a white man played the saxophone so what okay so what
1: yeah because while he was playing the saxophone Joe Biden was crafting the bill that locked all kinds of black and brown people up so
0: was Kamala
1: Mhm.
0: yeah and we're back
2: Cheers. and we're black
0: I would have preferred Mac tonight to come out mm-hmm. and run for office <laughs> and play the saxophone can you imagine how impressive it is to play the saxophone with a moon forehead
2: the airflow seems off you know, yeah fully,
3: mm-hmm.
0: but if he made it happen he could make democracy happen <laughs> 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 just saying we're back
1: we're back welcome back
0: indeed <laughs> topic of the day mask not m-a-s-k no 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 m-a-s-c last time Dunner was here we were talking about vulnerability i was expressing to Dunner how grateful I am. I don't have a lot of cis men that I respect or even spend my time with. But you, you know, you do it. Thank you. And I've watched you move into vulnerability and softness. And... I wanted to talk about that and also talk about that in relationship to my own unmasking or demasking and also lose unmasking and demasking. Deconstructing patriarchal masculinity mm-hmm. and how important it is to build a community.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Vulnerability, basically, uh, it's saving my life. Um, I came into this world as a really sensitive little kid and um, had my own, you know, trauma-filled childhood Mm -hmm. and was surrounded by people who... Um, are very emotionally immature. And also, like, the males in my life were very male, you mm-hmm. know. Worked for GM, went hunting. Um, were complete pieces of shit to their spouses. Yep. Um, yeah, and so there wasn't really... Um, I did... Thankfully, I did spend a lot of, you know, like my upbringing around women. Um, which is pro, like, especially my sister. That's like really what got me through a lot of it. Mm. Um, but at some point, probably when I was in like my late teens, I really did shut down. And I shut down for a long fucking time. And I spent my 20s, um, probably hiding it kind of well but being a fucking mess and not dealing with my emotions, not dealing with my trauma, not dealing with um not dealing with me and basically like I if I just do this and this and this and this then I'll be okay or if I have this and I have that then I'll be okay mm-hmm. and really, you know, putting on a front that everything was cool and that I was okay. Mm-hmm. And I needed to, that's part of the reason why I needed to drink because I would go out into, go out and hang out and, you know, go to some bar or something. And without even knowing it, like my anxiety was like, yeah,
3: yeah. and mm-hmm. I had
1: no yeah. name for it. I didn't know. Um, So... Um basically, like, right before uh, we had to go in quarantine, um, like I, I went back into therapy, um, mm-hmm. and I've stayed there for the last three years. Go to therapy.: Yes, go to therapy. Please, for the love of fucking Christ, for everybody around you and yourself. Go to fucking therapy. And I'm talking to the boys here, okay? Um, and I quit drinking and let me tell you, it is a really hard fucking work. My life is not better. My life has gotten dramatically fucking harder and it's all mm. shit that's out of my control. Um, I mean, my best friend can, you know, he died from suicide last year.
3: Mm, so um, hear
1: that. and grief is fucking wild. Um, (laughs) it is so fucking strange and um, the way that we raise our boys in this culture is you know you have to be tough with them and you, you know boys don't cry and that's just how boys are and boys will be boys and it's all basically the only acceptable emotions that we are allowed to have are being right about everything Having all the answers, knowing how to fix a flat tire, Mm -hmm. and watching football, and anger. Mm -hmm. That's it. And you put all of those together, coupled with a lot of misogyny, and racism, and capitalism, and you have... A whole entire swath of dudes, and I'm—I can paint with a broad stroke because I was raised by y'all, motherfuckers, and I'm friends with you, and I'm related to you, so and I know you, and I'm doing my damnedest to not be you. So, like, a word. Uh, you just have a wide swath of our population on this planet. Especially in this country, that um, you can't talk to them. They, you can't have an honest conversation with them. Even as like, like men love each other. They don't love women. Mm. Yo! yo, yo, yeah.
0: Let's get into it. Let's
1: but get into absolutely, it. even even though men love each other.
0: They hate themselves?
1: They hate themselves, and we don't, for the most part, we don't actually really talk to each other. Like, when people say, oh, women are, you know, men are ruled by logic and reason, and women are ruled by their emotions and and chaos. No, 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 no. no. I will tell you that men are completely ruled by their emotions, and they're um lack of a relationship and a connection to their own emotions. They are completely divorced from them. So therefore, because they don't deal with them, mm. they are completely controlled by them in ways that they have absolutely no idea about. They have no idea they cannot see and step outside of themselves in how these things manifest out into the world. Mm-hmm. Fellows, go ask the women. They will tell you. So, Sorry, if
0: time out. Not Eeyore in I your lap
1: know,
2: not Eeyore
0: in
3: your little
2: lab. baby E has been in your, your lap time. this whole time you are speaking I, real
3: facts,
1: yeah, just baby E, little baby. Um, I know, it's, <laughs> it's
3: killing me. <laughs>
1: so, the last three years of my life have really just been deconstructing myself and coming to terms with my trauma, mm-hmm. and my emotions, my childhood, and my masculinity. And when I said at the outset of this podcast that there's a sprinkling of they, them, mm-hmm. that's if some, you know, like for me, like I, I identify as a man what I want to do is have my own version of masculinity Mm -hmm. that i I, like i want i want to change the fucking definition Mm -hmm. and i want to make it more feminine and Mm -hmm. not be afraid to be that way so if somebody were to refer to me as they yeah Okay because we're like I'm I'm blurring the lines in my own way. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I also think truly Donna that
0: it's not so much as the idea of increasing the feminine but you are learning and leaning into empathy actually Yeah. Opening, cracking open your mind and your perspective to involve all people, which I think is perceived as like a feminine trait, which is understandable because feminine presenting people are compounded with you know a bunch of indoctrination, a whole bunch of systems that make us focus on other people before ourselves and be caregivers and yada yada. And you're cracking that open Mm -hmm. by redefining your own masculinity. Mm. And the beauty of gender fluidity is that you, that's what it's there for, right? Like you identifying as they, them is not just an act of like solidarity and allyship, but like a unlocking of your own evolution into empathetic understanding and then teaching that to other people. And that's massive. It can be seen as feminine. But let me tell you something.
1: That's all right. That's totally fucking okay. Because there's plenty to fucking love about femininity.
0: It doesn't and it doesn't threaten your masculinity.
1: Yeah. Right. It doesn't and,
0: threaten you as mm-hmm. a person.
1: Yeah. Like do I need to be seen as a man that has all the answers and, and, and knows everything and you can't talk to him? No. Do I need to be seen as a man, period, by some definition that is forced upon all of us? Mm. No, because guess what? That definition, none of us can fucking live up to it. Mm. Oh, Ever. Okay. Fully. It is an ideal that is impossible to achieve. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can have all the muscles in the world. You can have all the money in the world. You can have all the sexual partners, the most beautiful women on planet earth. Mm -hmm. You can have all of that. At the end of the day, you still have to look yourself in the mirror.
0: Do you have you? And
1: <laughs> if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you're running away, then what you're running away from is that part of you that does feel and does have doubts and does have that, – that doesn't have all the answers
0: that is human Mm -hmm. and that's yeah
1: you're a human being Being. and i would much much rather be a human being than a man yeah flat out
2: absolutely
1: because being a man damn near killed me Mm -hmm. being a man killed my friend flat out the reason why my friend is no longer with me today is because he didn't deal with himself flat out i got lucky When you talked about empathy earlier, there is no empathy for little boys. Mm -hmm. We're just told to fucking bottle it all up and shake it off, rub some dirt on it, and don't cry and keep on going. And then you wonder why there's so many mass shootings in this fucking country. Mm. You wonder why there's so much domestic abuse. Mm. You wonder why we have so many fucking cops. You wonder why people go into the army strictly so that they can fucking kill someone it's because of how we raise our boys. We don't talk to them. My parents never talk to me. Mm. Besides, oh, you okay? Or, you know, you need to get grades up or whatever. Mm. Like, no. I'm expected to, you know, have a career mm. and a wife mm-hmm. and, and children, but... And a house. And a house, but my parents never ever ever once talked to me about the opposite sex Mm. I had to figure out all that shit on my own and in the process of figuring all of that out I hurt people
2: naturally and
1: I got hurt I did some shit that I'm really not proud of that I wish I could take back but I can't the only thing that I can do going forward is to be better
0: to have an amazing beard and a kitten in your lap. Exactly. I'm phased.
1: <laughs> See? You think I'm alright.
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You're sleeping.
2: Sleeping. Just heavy. I took Sleepin'. I took so many pictures Sleepy. for you.
1: Uh, <laughs> them eyes were like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Donna, thank you so much for sharing that. No problem. Like,
2: yeah, really appreciate you opening up. Like, really, truly. I'm kind
0: of blowed right now. (laughs) uh, Truly, because I'm like, I'm, I'm hearing your story. I know you. I've witnessed you, observed you, experienced you. And I see the other side. Like, to live long enough to have retrospect or to live long enough to see... Not a person become a villain, but a person move out of their villain era. (laughs) In a time where people are like, I'm entering my villain era. Uh, Midwestern emo fucking millennials are the villains. Mm. To ourselves, We're we're literally our own worst enemies because that's literally what's been indoctrinated into us. So to see us consciously choose to move out of that and have kittens in our laps. And, like, to have this conversation yeah. is wildly gratifying, affirming, and also helps me understand the in-between of the gender binary. And, like, partnered with Lou, when I first met Lou, Lou's a banshee boy out here. Like, <laughs> a banshee boy. And it was why I was initially so, like, no. That along with, like, age and, like, the fact that, like, Lou and my kid have, like, their birthdays are literally seven days apart.
2: Literally. Yeah, it's a freaky thing. Mm
0: (laughs) I was like, oh, you're both biracial Aquarius? Nope. (laughs) 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 Nope. But watching Lou move out of deeply indoctrinated masculinity and hearing you explain how you grew into a place of deep trauma and then moved out of it, it's so wild because it's like listening, it was like listening to you talk about moving Mm. intentionally out of mask energy because that was what was of
2: you yeah I feel that with you saying like being a human and like empathy I really related to that when you were saying like you'd rather be a human than be a man because I remember that energy for me where it's like all of a sudden you're like alone in a really weird way and like you think you have people that you can lean on but you really don't because like you're not having those types of conversations and you're just like oh shit like I'm doing everything right and everything feels wrong because I'm not actually doing it, if that makes sense. So I really felt you on the tip of like talking about wanting to like have empathy and like be empathetic cause that's like what it feels like to just feel connected to anything. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's like human beings or like animals or just like your hobby. Like when you actually have empathy and like open yourself up to like acknowledge all your senses that's when you really like come to life and i feel like once i lessened the rigidity i was trying to have around like being masculine and like being tough it like allowed me to just be a person and be a person who like is tough because i have a range of emotions and like who is tough because i have the capacity to like Hold somebody when they're crying or, like, have a tough conversation and not feel like I have to be an asshole in the moment of it. So I just really appreciated you, like, bringing up empathy because, like, that's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have relationships in my life right now that are very much lacking in empathy. Sure. Um, and... I don't want to make other people feel the way that that makes me feel. Mm. Because these are really critical relationships that I'm referring to. Mm. And, you know, the thing about, you know, that version of masculinity where you got to be tough and you got to be hard. Like, I don't want people to fear me.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: No. I don't want people to be afraid of me. Like, I don't want to intimidate people. Like, and I used to be really intimidating. Mm. And I don't want to be anymore.
0: Most of the heavy metal ass niggas though, like myself included, are deeply baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Like, we have this exterior. Uh huh. We have lived through so much trauma mm-hmm. that we have to build a shell to protect ourselves. It's literally a survival mechanism.
1: So, oh, my God. Like it's literally it, so much,
0: And that gets misinterpreted and lost in the presentation of our gender mm-hmm. or the misinterpretation of our rage, you know? I never want to be right about people being shitty. I don't want to walk around feeling like people are afraid of me. Though I've had to recognize that as a person who's a catalyst for change, just like you are, just like you are, Mm -hmm. like, people fear change. Mm -hmm. But change is God.
2: (laughs) Tavia Butler.
0: So like, yeah, you don't want people to walk around afraid of you. And you had to come through a whole bunch of shit and be a hard motherfucker.
1: Yeah. Like survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to be that person that would intimidate people. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, like I'm I'm a buck sixty soaking wet. It's not a physical <laughs> thing, it's like an energy and attitude and vibe and presentation thing. Yeah, I like heavy metal, you know, I got my thin Lizzie shirt on and shit, but so sick. <laughs> But Um, there. You know, like I remember many times walking through crowds, just being out in public, and knowing exactly how I came off to other people, and knowing Mm -hmm. that they were intimidated by me, and having people tell me that, like, when they first met me, that they were intimidated. Mm -hmm. And I remember being seduced by that kind of power.
2: Yeah, that's a word. Yeah, seduced
1: and.
0: great
2: word choice great word choice
0: because ooh 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 Alfred and I were talking about this earlier millennials have because we grew up in chaos we're control freaks Mm. and it's very easy to become seduced by the power of literally manipulating a room with your energy and being affirmed that 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 it's working because as kids, as babies, Mm -hmm. puffing up never worked. Talking back never worked. That shit, it was dismissed. So to be affirmed, and all of us just need to be affirmed, guys, like I can't, when you figure out what your value system is, you need to be affirmed with that repeatedly. And if your value system, like mine was for a long time, was rooted in being like taking up the most space and being the biggest, baddest, blackest bitch Mm -hmm. on the scene. I found joy and satisfaction in that power, but also at what cost to me. I had to get fucking a hysterectomy because the stress of that, the stress of like, Trying to be in control of how people perceived me was wild. It wasn't healthy. Yeah. And it also plays into, for me, as someone who defines themselves as non-binary, I have had to work through decades, especially now as a parent, for someone who's like a teenager, decades of projected identity onto me. While being mommy and daddy. But not too much of either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I can't assert my dominance too much because then I'm a black bitch. I can't be too mommy because then I'm getting mammied and walked all over. Dating someone who is also non-binary has really awakened my recognition That so much of my pain is rooted in the reality that silently I've had to play these roles that are defined by people who I do not identify with, that I do not connect with, Mm. that do not fit into my sensitive, childlike being. And that because I've dealt with the traumas of being disregarded, I can look at others. I can see you, and like I remember when you got your softness tattoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right on my leg. We have been having discussions about being soft, and like I knew that as someone who was non-binary or is non-binary but also experienced a shit ton of trauma from Salt Lake City, Utah, all the way up to Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Two highly traumatizing places. The fuck is going on in Utah?
2: Yeah, Utah, the weird place. That's a whole other episode, okay. y'all. That's a, that's a Patreon special. Like
0: seeing, seeing that and recognizing that you have been told that you have to be a hard bitch. And I'm over here like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, and you embodying that softness, it reaffirms my choice to discern my softness. To mm. become a soft shell crab.
2: <laughs> Delicious.
0: <laughs> exactly. Mm. <laughs> Who doesn't want to have some soft shell crab? Mm. You know? Mm hmm. And you choosing life, Dunner. And, and and bringing this baby in. Like, that bringing is... Boris in and bringing your adjustability. You know, now you were just saying earlier you work with all women. Like, that's some badass shit. You softness tattoo. Busting through old traumas and old relationships, where these expectations were made of you, and I'm not expecting anything of you, but for you to be you.
1: Mm-hmm. It that's is. A, who I love. I'm so glad that you said choosing life, because that's exactly what it is. The toxic form of masculinity is death.
3: Period.
1: It's. <laughs> I'm gonna butcher the quote. But it's from Bell Hooks that a man cannot attain the ideal of masculinity without participating in self-annihilation.
2: Damn, heavy
1: and accurate. I'll tell you what, fellas, go read some Bell Hooks. I don't have any of her books. All my Bell Hooks comes from Saved by the Bell Hooks, the Instagram account. Okay wow what a name what an ig name oh, dude. It's great. i cannot believe
3: i have not shared this with you no so i'm about to good. follow yeah. right now Kaylee posts
0: about it all the time as well shout out Che. yeah um incredible also shout out to the internet because they're in the in the midst of all the bullshit there's some great shit and you can learn from it And I also want to say self-annihilation comes in many different forms, whether it is your physical death, your spiritual death, your emotional death, your psychological death. One of the things that I keep constantly thinking of is at what cost. Mm. That's why it was easy for me to quit my job. Mm -hmm. Because no matter how much security I have in the finances of this, it's an unstable environment that is insecure and comes at the cost of my peace. So no. At what cost?
3: Love that. Yep. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Choose life. Choose the things that bring you joy, damn it. All right? If you like a popsicle stick in your ass and yogurt in your mouth, as long as you have another consensual person doing it with you, amen
2: or by yourself
0: (laughs) or alone though i sometimes with things like that like you know i don't i never want anyone to david Carradine themselves you know it's Mm. all fun and games until you're doing autoerotic asphyxiation in a hotel room (laughs) in japan and a neon fishnet pink shirt and you didn't have a buddy you didn't have somebody there when you were knocking because you were dying
2: yeah that's real
0: Somebody's got
2: to be there if you get a splinter in your asshole. Oof. <laughs> Can't take that out by yourself. <laughs> Yo, I just watched this episode of Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, who is it?
3: Uh, 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 what's his name?
2: He's a producer, but it's Dave on Hulu. shit's hilarious. Yes. But gets a wad of gum stuck in someone's like, ass hair. And has to cut her. It's oh, it's Benny something. I can't think of who the producer is right now, and it's gonna, it's gonna kill me. Um, but what you're saying is somebody. Had but to, Dave, some Dave, Dave has had to, to cut out this wad of gum. Period. They a got buddy. stuck in one of his homie's ass hairs because you know he couldn't do it. Things happen.
0: So like
1: you said, a buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, guys. <laughs> if, you, if you can't. <laughs> If you can't cut gum out of your out of your male friend's butt hair, is he really your friend? Period. Yo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: What's a little booty hole
1: between friends? Egg.
0: What's a little brown eye? What's a little wink of the brown eye? You know. Are we really friends? If you haven't winked at me with your brown eye, <laughs> as men.
1: No. Damn. Mm-hmm.
0: Boris
1: has brink- blinked at you with his brown eye. Oh, dude, he looks at me, I, looks at me in the eye while he's shitting <laughs> all the time. Hey. Dad, you got my back, right? Of course I do. Fully. Yes, I uh-huh. do, Mm yep. right. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: This was a really beautiful conversation.
1: In a beautiful fucking day. I am so glad. I, fucking, I, I was like, if you go home and you lay down. It's fucking so over. Yeah. Stay upright. You did. Stay upright. Yes,
2: and you did. Yo, you and took you a
1: bath. Ate a PB and J. Yeah, I took a, a bath and I turned afternoon. mute. I I put the Rollins band on. Okay. While I was taking a bath because I could very easily fall asleep in the bathtub. Mm. But then I got out and I was like,
0: Oh, you were dedicated.
1: Yeah, so I was then, like, like trimming
0: up uh, the DMs and you're like, Here we go. Also, communication. Dunner communicates. Do you understand? When Dunner was going through a rough time last month because shit was popping up, Dunner was like, not right now. But I promise I'll get back to you. Dunner does the communication because Dunner is not afraid of not having the answers. Donner is just present and knowing that right now, I can't pop, bro, Mm -hmm. but I'll be back. Don't you worry about me, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm coming back. And you did. And look at this beautiful day and this beautiful conversation.
3: Mm -hmm. Wow.
2: Yeah. I just- fucking it. Wow. Follow Um, us.
0: All right, so we're gonna wrap things up with um, supporting a black business. I want to give it up to uh, the homie DJ Pressure, under pressure, DJ Pressure. Um, Naya, we love you. Uh, Naya came in, picked up one the black kitten that made their way out of the encampment that we built, and then climbed her way down. Night game and got her. Uh DJ Pressure. Underscore DJ P R E S S U R. They are a um, DJ out of Lansing, Michigan. They do some shows in the city. Black Femme with It. All great vibes.
2: And they're having an event. They are having the an event. The brunch. It was today. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Damn. It
0: was the Pretty Girls Brunch. But check their Instagram. They're always posting things. Go to their events. Support black femme DJs. Okay? Shout out to AK for playing movement. Shout out to, like, all the black... Shout chick- out something blue. something blue. Shout
2: out uh, Black Moonchild.
0: Yes. Um, shout out... Um, um, uh, black Sh-
2: Boy. Yeah, shout out Jessica Coy.
0: Okay, like, y'all give it up for the fans, thems, and everyone in between that is actually keeping the pulse of the city and the music alive. Um, shout out D- uh-huh, to Chanel always. Mm-hmm. Everybody's mixes are on SoundCloud. Actually, what I'll do is I'll i'll link it to the show notes
3: cool. i'll link these djs mm-hmm.
2: links to the show notes. sweet yeah um, and follow us yes follow us yeah. follow us rate us on where you listen to your podcast on spotify thing. on apple music it helps us get seen yes um i know a lot of podcasts say that but it really does help yeah
0: it does share the message we're on patreon as well um me quitting my job has opened up a lot of time. So now I can do things like finally rants with Dunner, which I talked to you about
1: mm-hmm.
0: last time you were here. Mm-hmm. And how maybe like a bi-weekly sit-down recording us just ranting on Patreon is a thing. I also see Rob doing the intro. Rob comes and it's animated.
3: Mm.
0: It's blue, behind... like it's like baby blue. Dunner's animated face comes in. hmm And it goes,
1: hey.
3: You're on Rants with Dunner. And then it goes, ding, and then Dunner goes, Arr! and then <laughs> open. Right. Yeah, write that down. Right? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> hey, are you are you gonna be on every episode of Rance with Dunner or what? <laughs> uh-huh. yeah.
2: Huh? Kitten, still just sleep.
1: Okay. On I the I promise I'll I'll keep the volume down. Okay. Be hard
3: eyes. Three one three. Literally, I'm on
0: Patreon, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Um, we love us. We love us.
2: We do love ours. Yeah. That's why we haven't done mm-hmm. flips.
1: <laughs> 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 and we love you.
0: See you later. <laughs>